to Ghost Emoji, talking about spooky, scary stuff every other week. I am Taylor. I'm Bick. We're back two weeks, two bi weeks in a row. Do we have our stuff together? I think, I think that we do. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, Scout. <laughs> Oh my god. He's been banished. Okay, we just had a terrifying encounter with Scout. We were talking a big game about how we have our life together, and Scout exploded onto the scene on Becca's end, and there was a a great clatter, and he's been banished, but my heart is beating so fast because I thought someone was definitely breaking into Becca's house, or there had been an earthquake, and her house had fallen down around her. And she was dead. If only. No. No. (laughs) I was so afraid. Just a dumb kitty. Well, I'm glad you're all right, because I don't know who else would want to talk to me about tatzel worms. Mmm. Tatzel worm. Oh, boy. It's our our cryptid of the week. Cryptid corner. It's tatzel worm is what we've got cornered. (laughs) Ye old tatzel worm. How did you come upon this tatzel worm? Well, I gave a gander on the interwebs for cryptids, and I clicked on about 20, and I went to their Wikipedias, because that's where I typically start, is if there's not a good Wikipedia for them, then you're not going to find anything extra. So I went through a bunch of different things, and the tatzel worm was just, I mean, he's beautiful, for one, and... (laughs) Also, he had so much juicy information about him. He he did have quite quite a bit that I could dig through, and I appreciate that. Dig through just like he dig through the ground to hide in his subterranean uh the tatzel worm. <laughs> Do you want to know what he looks like? Do you guys, I know you're on the edge of your seat. Do you want to know what this monstrosity looks like, this good, good boy? Yeah, paint me a word picture. He's in the European Alps, which ranges along the mountains from Italy to Germany. And he's described as a scaly, serpentine creature with two forelegs, but no hind legs, and a cat-like face. So basically, he looks like a snake... With two, like, dragon arms and a cat face. He's beautiful. I know, truly. I've never had the pleasure of seeing something like this in person. If I did, I would poop myself. Because I don't think we mentioned that he's, most of the time they describe them as being anywhere from one foot, which would still be upsetting if I'm being real, to like seven feet. Yeah, they're larger than a full-grown size man. (laughs) So that makes a difference. I don't love that part. He's not the size of like, you know, your average salamander. He's uh, quite a bit bigger. Uh, He's, there's a lot of him. I can appreciate that there was so much information to dive through, but I don't like looking at him. What? Why not? I don't know. He's, I don't like 
that he can't fully commit to being a snake or a lizard cat. He's got the best of both worlds. He's got he's got the slitheriness of a snake. He's got the ant like the dexterousness of a lizard. And then he's got the like cute come hither face. It's the it's the total package. <laughs> What's not to like? You just described your perfect date. <laughs> I mean, one could say he has quite a bit in common with someone we both care about dearly. Here, um, I mean, I've had a long day and I'm just, maybe I can't quite remember. Who are we talking about? Who are we thinking about? Who are you imagining? Garrus? 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 He's, he's part weird lizard man, lizard cat man. Yeah, but he he's doesn't got look a, like this. So say he has a. He a doesn't full, look anything like this, but he has a full body. He has no. like hips and legs. He's got two legs what? and two arms. You can't compare right. the two. That's such a reach. Now I like him even less <laughs> because he presumes to look anything like Garrus Vicarian, my favorite Turian cricket space boyfriend from the hit. Uh, franchise Mass Effect. <laughs> the hit? <laughs> yeah, you're right. He doesn't look anything like it. I just want to be a dick. Um, so anyways, he's said to have an extremely venomous bite, and this dragon of the Alps can even breathe poisonous fumes on its victim. It has several regional names. Tatzelworms in Germany, Arassus in France, Stalinworms, Stalinworms in Switzerland, <laughs> Bergstadsens in Austria and Basiliscus in Italy. Also sometimes called springworm, pratzelworm, and Bergstadsen. Tag yourself. I'm pratzelworm. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like pretzelworm. And that's why I like it. Uh, I like a big soft pretzel. Man, if I had... I want to be a rassus. A rassus. Because it's got ass in it. A rassus. Yeah, because it has ass in it. <laughs> it's like, I'm an ass. You know me too well. Uh, now I just got me thinking about pretzel. I wonder what kind of pretzel the pretzel worm is. Do you think he's like a salty pretzel worm? think he's plain and you, you dip him in the cheese sauce? Or do you think he's like a sweet, like a cinnamon pretzel? I think he's probably the pretzel that's been sitting under the warmer too long. And he's a little hard and burnt. I mean, yeah, if we're being real, that's probably what it is. I hoped for too much. I just am thinking about pretzels a lot now. Salivating. Man, those, those pretzel bites were so good at the mall. I know. At Auntie Anne's. I wanted the almond, like, crunch or whatever, because that's what I like best. But everywhere we went, they were like, oh, we don't have that. And I was just like, what is this? Is this some was- sort of attack on my personal morals? <laughs> It was right around, you know, Thanksgiving, the holidays. There was just, you know, a lot going on. Not enough pretzel, full pretzels to go around. Just the bits. Yeah, there weren't a lot of full pretzels. It was mostly just the bits. Those were good, though. Yeah, I feel like we kind of skipped over the whole thing that, like, that this tatzel worm has poisonous fuming breath. No, I talked about it. No, I know you did, but I feel like we didn't oh. talk about how oh, yeah. that's terrible. 
Oh, yeah. Because, like, a poisonous bite, it's like, oh, I'm used to that. That's That occurs in nature. <laughs> poisonous fumes that it breathes, that's something completely different. Who do you and think has worse breath? A tassel worm or a scout? That's hard. I'm going to go with scout because, I mean, don't some poisons smell kind of sweet? Um, sometimes. I think, like, if you're poisoned with arsenic and they cut you open, your insides are supposed to smell sort of like bitter almond. But even then, it's bitter. So Mm. I don't know. I would say go with the bad breath you know. Yeah, Scouts is like um, old fish. So I'm going to go with Scout. So unlike Scout, the tassel worm has been around since the late 18th century. Whoa. (laughs) The earliest reports were from a Swiss farmer named Hans Fuchs, spelled F-U-C-H-S. I listened to a few things to see how to pronounce it, and I think it is Fuchs. Hans Fuchs. Well, I mean, that's probably not how they say fuck in, you know, Germany. No, I know. It's just, it's hard to take it serious, because his last name is Fuchs. It is hard. So he reportedly saw two, count them, two, Tatzel worms in 1779. As the story goes... Were they mating? Um, You know, maybe that's... I don't think they said. From what I heard, he... And by heard, I mean read, because I have never talked to anyone else who even knows what a tatzel worm is besides you. He hmm. came upon his pigs, and his pigs were being attacked by one of them. Too busy to be mating. So whether they were eating or whatever... He, I don't know if he chased him off or what, he was so scared that he ran off and he died of a heart attack, like, shortly thereafter. So, they didn't directly kill him, but they kind of did a murder. And he was able to describe them to his family before he died, though. And he said that they were between five and seven feet in length with the bodies of snakes and clawed paws on their forelegs, and large feline heads sporting razor-sharp teeth. Razor-sharp teeth. Yikes. Yipes. So, in the following two centuries, many reports uh, came about a strange monster lurking in the Alps and attacking the livestock of farmers in remote villages. I feel bad, because they're just trying to get their, their lunch. They're just hungry. They're just hongy. So one tale is that of a young girl working on a Swiss farm while chopping down beam poles. Is this a fairy tale? She (laughs) accidentally disturbed the burrow of a tatzel worm and was attacked. The tatzel worm in this account is described as being of a gray coloration and about the size of a common domesticated cat with a fleshy, hairless body and possessing only two front legs. According to the story, the tatzel worm glared at the girl and she ran away describing big, bright eyes too intense to meet. It sounds like she just saw a sick cat, like one with mange. But it only has two front legs. That happens. I guess so. That'd be a really sick cat. That would be why I'd be glaring at her if she screamed at me. I'd be like, excuse you. (laughs) I'm doing the best I fucking can. I don't come into your house and scream in your (laughs) face. Right? Um, Another story tells that of a man and his son bonding out gathering herbs in the mountains when the man heard his son scream and he seemed to be paralyzed in fear staring at a rock just a rock 
The man sprinted to his son, only to see a gruesome monster under the rock near his son, which hissed like a snake and had the face of a cat with big bright eyeballs. The man managed to stab the Stasel worm with a sharpened stick that I guess he just had on him because he's a vampire hunter. Jesus. Um, according to the story, the green blood of the creature sprayed out and burnt the man's leg, making his journey home long and painful. That's what you get for poking shit with a stick. I know, because I guess like it just scared the dude, so it's hissing. It looks like a kitty cat, but has like a snake body. Uh, it's got poison, acid blood, and stinky breath. It sounds kind of like a um, xenomorph, like in the early stages. You're right. It's a xenomorph. I just solved the mystery. We solved it. <laughs> Congratulations. You're Mm-hmm, no problem. <laughs> so in July of 1883 or 1884, uh, Caspar Arnold saw a tatzel worm on the Spielberg near Hochfilzen, Tyrol, Austria. That was a struggle. He watched it from a mountain restaurant for 20 minutes and was certain it only had two legs. I wish I could have found more information on this. Like, where? what is the restaurant? Why didn't he ask for an autograph? What was he eating? Was he just, like, sitting there enjoying, like, a cheese sandwich while he watches this tatzel worm just partying on the side of a mountain? I feel like if you saw something like that, wouldn't you, like, when the waiter comes over, you'd be like, do you see that? And they'd be like, yeah, or no. And if they say no, then you know you're hallucinating. And if they say yes... Then you can be like, does it have two legs? And they can be like, no, I think it's just, it's just laying down. And then you can be like, oh, I thought it had two legs. Or you can be like, does it have two legs? And they'll be like, yeah, what the fuck? And then they'll call everyone over and everyone will gather and go get it and put it in some sort of circus because that's what happened at the turn of the century. He could be kind of like starstruck, maybe, you know? Or he was drunk. I mean, okay, so when me and Mark went to Hawaii with his family, I had the most intense lunch on the side of like a volcano or whatever. It's called like the volcano house. It was pretty good. It was whatever. But the whole time I was eating, I'm looking across the room and what's his face from Misfits and Game of Thrones? God, what is that actress name? Ewan Rowan? Rowan Ewan? I think so, yeah. The one who played uh, Rude Boy Ramsey and Simon. Mm -hmm. And he's just sitting, eating lunch with a lady. Nobody else at the table watches either of those shows. And so I'm just sitting there trying not to stare at him. And, I mean, what do you do? Yeah, but that's different. Like, that's a person who you don't want to make feel uncomfortable. This is an animal that you're seeing, like, across a mountain stretch yeah that's gonna like spit poison blood on you if you disturb it you don't know that for sure i'm just saying that ewan rowan or whatever his name is is a tassel i don't think he would appreciate that but okay <laughs> it was really weird though i just wanted to say that i saw him in person i mean you did it's the only famous person i've ever seen in my entire life he got the tomato soup and some juice that's it he might have gotten some other stuff, but he got the tomato soup and, like, some grapefruit juice or something. 
The only famous person I have ever seen was Vitamin C, the singer. And uh, one time in Houston, Ryan and I saw Charlie Murphy cross the street. Who's? Why does that sound familiar? Who's Charlie Murphy? Eddie Murphy's brother. Eddie oh. Murphy's brother. He was in all of the Rick James. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I know who he Chappelle is. I was show. like, why does? It's like, why does yeah. that sound so familiar? Okay, that's it. Those are the only famous people we've ever seen. Man, that's way more than me, and they're all good. So our next encounter, a two-legged tassel worm, which I feel like is strange that they did take the time to make sure that, you know, it's only got two legs, even though that's apparently the only number of legs they all have. It's the standard number for a tassel worm. Well, this tassel worm used those two legs to leap nine feet in the air towards two witnesses near Rorus Salzburg, Austria, in the summer of 1921. It was gray, about two to three feet long, and had a head like a cat. I hope they made it out okay. All of these encounters were, like, kind of short. It was just like, here's what happened, moving on. It's a date, the length, and that's it. And I'm like, what happened? Are they dead? Finish the story. Finish the story. Well, so a five-foot-long skeleton was allegedly found by two men in 1924, and they said it resembled a lizard, which, like, it might be a lizard, but whatever. That's fine. I mean, I guess if you find a lizard skeleton that's long enough that you think it's a tassel worm, it's still a big deal, but you probably should just be, you know, make peace with the fact that it's a really big lizard and not a tassel worm. Do we know what the lifespan of a tassel worm is? What if they're like lobsters? What if, like, they're technically immortal? The only time they die is when someone eats one? Mm-hmm, because I feel like otherwise <laughs> we would have found, like, actual skeletons. Maybe, but I mean, it's just way up in the mountain, and they like to hide, like, underground in craggy cave areas, I guess. So it could just be that they, if they die, they're in spots where we can't find them. Maybe their bones aren't bones. Maybe their bones are sweet tarts. Are you drunk? No, I'm just tired. <laughs> Sometimes a bone is just a bone. No. Sometimes it's just a big lizard. Sometimes it's just... What if their bones dissolve in the rain what if their bones are made of sugar well then how would they be inside their body the inside of your body is wet what if their bones are made of spaghetti noodles are you hungry no because you're talking about sweet tarts and spaghetti are you buddy the elf <laughs> maybe <laughs> i'm just trying to pose some scientific theories on why we haven't found their skeletons Oh, I think it's just because they're not real. Shh. No. Shh. Shh. <laughs> well, then it's perfectly logical that their bones are made of spaghetti noodles. <laughs> oh, you're making a, a mockery of cryptozoologists everywhere. I am posing real theories. In 1934, a Swiss photographer named Bel Balkan claimed to have photographed a tassel worm near Meringen, Switzerland. But his photo was probably a faked image of a ceramic fish. Yeah, I don't even know why this one, like, was such a big deal, because it obviously looks nothing like a cat head. It just looks kind of like a ceramic catfish. Or even just, like, an old catfish, like, that you find on the beach. 
Yeah, that does not look like a cat. Have they ever seen a cat skull? Although I say that, but how long did it take? Like, God, have you seen those Renaissance paintings of cats and dogs? Where they look like people face? Like, that's what this makes me think of. They have people faces, but they're furry. (laughs) But yeah, so this one was just, I don't know. This one, I don't understand. We'll post the photo on our Twitter or something, but... It doesn't look like a tassel worm to me, but apparently it was such a big deal that it actually made people, like, put together, like, search team to go try and find it. People are stupid. I don't know. People actually, like, wanted to go find it. I look at this photo, and I I would not want to go hang out in the mountains for that. So I feel like they just really, really wanted it to be real. Yeah. Their expedition didn't turn up anything, If in case you were wondering. That doesn't surprise me. In the summer of 1969, nice. Yes, hit hit. <laughs> a local man reported a 30 inch, a uh, 30 inch long animal with two hind legs. So wait, I thought that they normally have them in the front. I'm telling you, they're grasping at straws. Okay, so this one has two hind legs. Near Lingstein, Trentino Alto, Adige, Italy, it seemed to be mm. inflating its neck. Are we in Jurassic Park? I don't know. I mean, that to me sounds like it was maybe a, like a cobra or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how often they're there, but it could just be one of those things where like a pet or there's a really rare species of it that's hanging out and they don't know what to think of it. And so instead of, you know, being like, I wonder if this is a rare type of snake with a hood that can inflate to scare its enemies, they're like... No, it's just a, it's a giant cat with a tail and two legs. It's a tatsel worm. <laughs> um, in ni- or 1828, sorry, these are kind of out of order. In 1828, there was a peasant who said he had found the corpse of a tatsel worm, but by the time he like got it back to his village or whatever, it had been half eaten by crows. And then, of course, after that, it got lost. So, didn't really come to anything, but people love to mention that he found it. And I guess it was 1828, so I don't know when photographs came about, but they do not have a photo of it. Sounds fake. But it's always people like, it's because there's so many people who say that they have seen it that I think it persists. But it all is just like the same stories being handed down over and over and over again. Yeah. I mean, and it is consistent the way they describe it, but I just feel like it's got to be a real animal. Yeah. That just doesn't come out very often or doesn't like people. Hence all the hissing and biting. You know. Same. So a later photograph of the tatsel worm by a Bavarian mare that appeared in the 1960s was similar dis- similarly dismissed as a hoax, likely perpetrated to promote tourism and we couldn't find a photo but there is a um website called www.tatzlwurm.de slash en the uh furiger tatzelworm it's in bavaria and it's a four-star hotel okay it's a beautiful website I would invite everyone to go to the website and see everything it has to offer. But I did pull 
a couple of things I thought were interesting if you want to read them. So, quote, the name of our four-star hotel in Bavaria, the Führiger Tatzelwurm, and the address, Tatzelwurm 1, are not without reason. Many centuries ago, a monster loomed at the waterfalls behind our house. He fed on pilgrims and farmers. <laughs> Can't wait to go. But even a Tatzelwurm moves <laughs> with the times and appreciates the benefits of a four-star hotel in Bavaria. He is at home in one of our most beautiful suites. His finest hour comes at night when everyone is asleep. First, he visits the spa area where his favorite spot is the mountain beach. Then he moves on to the restaurant where we have a trainee who serves him the five-course meal of the evening. During the day, he sleeps or writes poetry on his terrace with a panorama view. You can read his poetry here on the website and in the hotel brochures. And he helps us with matters of design and dragon decorations in our hotel, end quote. Isn't that beautiful? That's beautiful. How you can come from a time where this weird dragon creature was eating pilgrims in your area... And now he's eating in your restaurant, in your hotel. Writing poetry. Yeah. I mean, they even, they have like an about section that goes into a lot of detail about how he would like lure people away from this pilgrimage to go pray to the Virgin Mary or whatever, and would consume their entire body and leave no trace. And I was just like, why are you going into so much detail? And why are you pretending like the tassel worm stays at your hotel? Like it's real. It is real, Taylor. They really go to it. And it looks, it looks beautiful. It's picturesque. We should go. It is really cute. Let's get a voucher and go to okay. Furiger Tatzel Worm. Have you decided where you're going to go for your honeymoon? Nope. Why not the beautiful... Tatzelworm Hotel. You get the Tatzelworm Suite. You can't go, though. No, you can just tell me about it. We can go renew our vows there. Okay. So that was just a small tangent because when I started looking into Tatzelworm tourism, that came up and I couldn't stay away. It's really good. So a lot of the ones that we found were from like the late 17th century or 1700s and like throughout the 18th century and early 1900s but there's a handful that are a little bit closer but a lot of them again are like kind of unsubstantiated um there was in 1990 a lizard-like skeleton again they're always saying it looks like a lizard was said to be found by two naturalists in italy and in 2000 a skeleton that was said to be a tatzelworm skeleton was sent to the geneva institute of science along with a sizable donation and the law firm of Gunter House in Germany handled the donation and refused to divulge the name of its mysterious benefactor or why the institute in Geneva was chosen as the recipient. Um, the skeleton, only known by a single photograph, which I have put below and I will put on the Twitter or whatever, looks hella fake to me, but it just looks like a long snake-like creature. It's got two clawed arms and a large head it's it's the photos from the front so i can't tell if it's a long head it doesn't look like a cat skull to me it looks like a almost like a alligator but with really long teeth and then it's got two like three-toed claws kind of hanging off of it but there's no like shoulder muscles or anything it just kind of it just looks like someone took a snake skeleton and put two scary arms on it to make it look like a tatzel arm. Yeah, that doesn't even look like an actual like skeleton. It looks more <laughs> like a uh, like something you'd buy at Michael's. 
at Halloween. Have you ever seen the one that was supposed to be the skeleton of a unicorn that some dude found in, like, I want to say the Middle Ages, but I'm probably going way too far back, but it's the fakest looking thing. It just looks like a horse skull with a rhino horn or something on it, and it's just attached to, like, a pelvis and some legs, and they're like, this is a unicorn skeleton we found, and it's so fake. It looks so, so unreal, and that's what this makes me think of. I'm trying to see if I can find it. Old unicorn skeleton. Get ready to have your mind blown. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Are you no, convinced? No, 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 no. Are uh, you not entertained? <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to give it a solid no. No. Just zero stars. It's real. One for effort. One star for effort. Zero stars for convincibility. It does look really, really bad. But that's what this makes me think of. I'm like, you just threw some bones you found together. It reminds me of that, um, the first, like, taxidermied lion. Someone brought back, like, a lion, I guess, like, skin from some, you know, exotic hunt or something. Oh. A long, long time ago. And they gave it to a taxidermist who had never seen a lion. And I guess photographs weren't a thing then. And so it looks... <laughs> so fucked up it's like what do you think this should look like use your imagination have you seen it there it is Mm. send that my way (laughs) oh god how could this happen okay oh no oh no oh did you see it yes what did they what kind what is the what is the teeth what year was this oh my god (laughs) 18th century taxidermy unkind to noble lion what kind of like chuck e cheese tomfoolery is this uh, in 1731, King Frederick I of Sweden received a lion as a gift from the Bay of Algiers, who was so enamored with the beast that when it died, he tried to have the beast taxidermied. After all, what was the source of prestige in life could continue long after death when properly stuffed and mounted. But the taxidermist was only given the pelt and the bones, and that's it. So, didn't have the understanding of a large feline bone structure to put together a convincing facsimile. Hmm. So, uh, yep, that's what it looks like now. If that's what they think a cat looks like, no wonder people think that a giant lizard has a cat face. Yep. So there you go. This <laughs> explains a lot. So much. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, okay. So they don't know what it looks like. Maybe people around here do. Because, like, in the area of, you know, Germany and Bavaria and, and all of that, like, it's pretty popular. Like, I feel like people do know what it is and whether they think it's real or not. It's kind of got its own spot in mythology, so they they do acknowledge it. I have, like, some photos I found of... There's this one town called Coburn-Gondorf, Germany, and in their, like, main square marketplace area, they've got a statue fountain of a tassel worm that's, like, spitting out water. It's a fountain. That's what those are called. <laughs> Statue spitting. Water. It looks like it's dribbling, because it's like coming out of three different spots. 
Maybe the water pressure isn't so good. Or it has multiple, like, spouts, but still. I guess maybe it's supposed to be poison. But this one, it almost looks like it has, like, wings on the back. Oh, yeah, it does. Which I'm wondering, because some of them, the ones, when I tried to look up the ones that are in Italy, the basiliscos or whatever... That one, most of the time, I just got stuff back about, like, actual dragons or basilisks and stuff like that. And those generally tend to have wings, I think. So I think there might be basilisks a little bit. Basilisks are poisonous too, right? They are. I thought basilisks, when I looked them up, a lot of them have, like, the the chicken head, the rooster head. Yeah. So a little bit different than a cat, but, mm. you know, they're all fake. So... Um, so there have also been reports in the Trecevio area of Italy near the Swiss border as recently as 2009, but those were like mostly written off by authorities as rogue monitor lizards that had escaped or been released by their owners. Uh, the tatzel worm is also said to have normal hibernation periods, sleeping during the winter in crevices, crevasses. <laughs> In, on mountainsides, this is the reason for the name stolen worm or tunnel worm. And sometimes they'll even sleep in hay in a hayloft. Sometimes. If you can't sleep inside of a mountain, you've got to settle for a bale of hay. I mean... But most of them, like, they do seem like they like to hide either under rocks or in, like, burrows in the ground and stuff like that. So it's another thing they all kind of have in common, but... I don't know. All this is to say that if you don't think that the tatzel worm is real, which I don't, it's actually probably some kind of rare salamander that has characteristics resembling a gila monster, which also likes to live underground and burrows in mountainous areas. It could also explain the reports of poisonous fumes, since the gila monster is extremely venomous and is actually one of the world's only venomous lizards. But it's not native to the region, so that's the thing where it could be something that, I guess, is related to, maybe like in the same genus and just hasn't ever been discovered but lives in that area. A gila monster kind of looks how a tatzel worm is supposed to look, sort of, like maybe if you were scared and freaked out, because most of the time when I looked up gila monster, they've got like black and yellow markings, which seems pretty bright, considering most of the tassel worm sightings were talking about them being kind of like gray, green, brown, scaly yeah. stuff. But, you know, they've got kind of like that chubby tail. Their arms aren't super big. Um, their face does not look cat-like, though. They've got almost kind of like a Komodo dragon-looking sort of face. But cuter. <laughs> yeah, but cuter. Um, they also think it could be some kind of large skink. Which, again, skinks are not... I physically felt Cherie shudder <laughs> when we called it cute. Yeah, Cherie is not a fan of lizards, geckos... Lizards. Lizards. So I'm glad she can listen to this one after the fact and didn't have to be present for it because I think she would have passed out like five times during this recording. Well, you know. Thinking deeply about lizards, but... I was trying to make some kind of joke about skinks and the dance that people do when they listen to ska music, but I couldn't think of anything. Skanking? S Remember skanking? Six skinks of skanking? Uh, That's the new part of the 12 days of Christmas. You're welcome. 
13 skinks are skanking. Five golden rings. What are these golden rings? Like, do they mean, like, rings you put on your hand? Do they mean cock rings? Do they mean, like... It's the gold rings from Sonic. Oh. Well, that changes things. Or it's the Olympics. It's the Olympic rings. Yeah, I was going to say, is it the Olympic rings? I need to know. I need to understand. That's pretty much the end of my notes. I have attached some beautiful photos. Uh, Atatsalorm is actually a bad guy in Monster, or in uh, God of War, the the hit video game from 2018. So if you've played that, then you have fought a depiction of a tatzel worm, and it's like a saber-tooth-looking tiger with big, strong arms and claws, and they do spit poison at you, and they're gross. But, so that's what I'm saying. Like, they've been around long enough that, like, they are in mythology and stuff like that. So they, they, I think they could be based on something, but I don't think that it's, like... A weirdo monster. I think it's just... They're real. A big... Okay. 100% real. <laughs> in, I've seen one. I own one. In video games, maybe. Meryl is one. No, she's not. Yes, huh? Yes, huh? Yes, huh? <laughs> but do you recognize this photo of the Mexican mole lizard? Does this look like a tassel worm to you? No. Nope. Look into his little beady eyes. One, I have sent you that photo before. I love him, though. I recognize I him, but I don't you. think he's a tassel worm. I think he's a little mole lizard, and I love him. I know, but he's got that long, the long slinky body. He looks kind of like an earthworm, and then he's got a little lizard head. He's not seven feet long, this, though. He's not to scale next to anything. You don't know how big he is. He's to he, scale next to grass. He's little. That's a giant grass. That's a bush. No, that's a lie. Ugh. Well, if Stop he eats lying. his vegetables, he could be big. He kind of looks like a little penis. Oh, why'd you say that? <laughs> now that's like all a I weird, can see. A little earthworm. Oh, because he's got the little, like, indention on top of his head. I love him. Oh, I hate this. <laughs> no, I loved him, and now he's a penis with hands. I hate it. Uh, <laughs> you ruined it. So I'm going to get you. I'm going to touch you. No. I love him. Here's the blue-tongued skink also, which is kind of like a little chubby lizard. And he's got back legs, but they're kind of stubby. He's got toes on his front lizard feet. I mean, I think if in the dark, if you were scared, I mean, cats and lizards kind of have similar features. Like one is scaly and one is furry, but they both have like, you know round eyes and their nose is kind of tapered down and they've got those big wide mouths with little teeth in them i think the tatzel worm is real okay well we live in a world where you can believe in tatzel worm and no real harm will come to you it's a it's a harmless thing to believe in they're gonna make me queen queen of the tatzel worms <laughs> I'm queen of the tassel worms. You are. I'm the joker. I ride on them. I'm their jester. They're gonna make me dance in mud. Because I don't believe in them. Dance in the mud, peasant. Well, queen of the tassel worms, do you have any recommendations for this week? Uh, if you're into tarot cards, you should check out the considerate cat tarot by... Madeline Bellinger. 
She's an Australian artist, and she made a cat tarot deck of um, rescue cats. And a portion of the sales go to, uh, I think, her local cat rescue. But all of the cards are really cute. Like, the tower is um, actually like a cat tower. Like, you know, the carpet cat towers. And It's really cute for being the scariest card. <laughs> yeah, it's very cute. Um, and uh, she features... Her own cats, um, cats she's fostered, cats that are famous on the internet, and there's like little blurbs about them in the little cat tarot book that she has that comes with it. It's not super, the like booklet isn't super informative on the um, cards, but it's still handy and the cards are just really super beautiful because she illustrated all of them. I think it started off as like a fun project and then it turned into something where she was like, I'm going to make a full deck like of the major arcana and the minor. So definitely check it out. It's she's, I think, located in Vancouver. So it was a little expensive, but definitely worth it. It's a beautiful deck and it's very cute. Like it's like cutesy, but I mean, it's just a beautiful deck in general. Like the artwork is really, really good. And I watched Bandersnatch. Oh, yeah. How did... Did you watch it all the way through or did you pick as it went along? Do you mean did I pick things or did I just let whatever was automatically there? Yeah. I tried doing the automatically there for a while, but... To get too infuriating and you were like, please, just make better decisions. Well, half of the time, the decisions that you could make, like, neither felt good. And I was like, man, this is annoying. But um, I, I did it. Once all the way through, I died a few, or not died, but like things happened where it ended the whatever a few times. But my ending wasn't, I think, the one that people talk about or that was good. It wasn't good. <laughs> mm. So I need to rewatch it or redo it. And maybe I'll just let it go. But I don't know. I'm curious to let it go all the way through just to see what like the canon ending is because I watched it and it was a really interesting concept. Like I, I think mm -hmm. it was it was cool, but I guess I just I felt like I I couldn't enjoy it fully as like a choose your own adventure game or a movie. Like it fell short on both accounts for me because like I kept getting to where like it felt like it was too short or like the the flow of the story just felt weird to me but it was a really really cool concept and that's why I'm like even though it kept kind of I kept getting endings and stuff that I wasn't happy with I just wanted to keep watching it to go back and mm -hmm. try again which I guess if if that was what they were looking for then they did succeed with that the only thing I didn't like I guess was because it felt sometimes like they gave you choices, but really the only choice you could make was one. You know what I mean? And I was sort of like, that seems a little weird, but I don't know. I mean, there were enough, like, branching thing. Did you get to the part where you told him <laughs> what Netflix is? <laughs> mm-hmm. I loved that. That was funny. That was weirdly like meta <laughs> it was but i enjoyed it because i was like man i wanted him to understand netflix doesn't seem like that wild of an idea but then when you try to explain it to someone who's in the 80s and, and doesn't know it really starts to sound pretty bonkers yep 
yeah. What are your suggest or like recommendations? Um, I feel like a while back I I kept talking about how I was gonna play Detention the game on mm-hmm. Steam, and I finally did a while back because I'm I'm out of games and I was like I'm gonna sit down and I was worried about it being too scary and it is kind of stressful, but it's it's pretty much it's like a point and click adventure horror game like there's some puzzles and stuff that you have to do, but it has really simple controls. And so I feel like that made it a little bit easier because sometimes like trying to play games like Resident Evil or something like that where you've got to like craft things or do inventory on your or inventory management and stuff like that. I'm like, this is stressful and scary and it's adding a lot of elements that are making it more stressful. But this Mm -hmm. one was just a game where you walk around, you pick stuff up, you see if it works with a puzzle when a scary ghost walks by you, you know, don't move, hold your breath, and you basically just do that by either, like, right-clicking or you just don't move forward anymore with your mouse, and it's uh, it's shorter than I thought it was. I think it's, like, six or eight hours. It's not, not very long at all, but it has a really interesting story about Taiwan during the, I'm trying to remember if it was called the White Purge, but I can't, I, I probably should look up what it actually is called, but it was kind of during that point in time where they were going after communist sympathizers and stuff like that, and it was kind of rough, and you go through and you're in a school, you fall asleep, and then you wake up and there's like a typhoon warning and you're trapped there with another girl but now the school looks kind of creepy and haunted and there's like a river of blood and <laughs> yeah and you're trying to figure out like what what's happened but it's it's really good like it's it's like i said it's short but it's different from a lot of games i've been playing recently and even if you're scared of games or scared scared of games even if you're scared of playing scary games or it's something that's kind of hard for you it's not as, like, jump-scary kind of thing, so I think it would be interesting. And there's puzzles, and I love puzzles. And the the design, like, the the way that the visuals look is really interesting, and I just really, really liked it. I think it's only on Steam. I can't remember if it is on console at all, but I would say, get it, and it's good. I finally played it. It's detention. So that's my rec for the day, the week. Nice. Well, this has been an exciting episode of ghost emoji we hope that you enjoyed it thank you so much for listening please uh tell a friend if you haven't left us a review on our apple podcasts we would love to get a five-star review from you if you like it we have an email if you want to send us any questions scary stories comments it's ghost emoji podcast at gmail.com and if you like social media you can follow us on twitter or instagram our handle on both of those is Ghost Emoji Show, and we post there pretty regularly, and it's a good way to keep up. Um, the easiest way to keep up with when we post new stuff, obviously, is to subscribe. So follow us on whichever podcaster you use, like Google Play or Apple Podcasts or what have you, but we're on all of those. I'm sad that we're not talking about Longboy anymore. Oh, well... I'm not. <laughs> Talk to Ryan about long boy. As queen of the tassel worms. I'm the queen of the tassel worms. Is that going to go on your, your card now, too? 
Yeah, that too. Add that. So I've got what? What is? What have I got on there? American occultist, little shit. Was that one of them? I feel like it. <laughs> I can't remember. We'll add that one on too. And Queen of the Tatzel Worms. Perfect. Okay. Well, I hope we don't have to pay by letter because this is getting kind of long. Jombie, draw up my business cards. <laughs> we'll get right on it. <laughs> okay. Thank you, everybody. Until next time, always remember to say goodbye. Bye-bye. And goodbye. Goodbye.